This is the Truth Warrior Podcast with your host, David Whitehead. All right, my friends, welcome back to Way the Truth Warrior. Very happy to be here today. It's Friday, March the 10th, 2023. What's going on where you are? I'm uh, working real hard on a few different things in the background that I'm going to be announcing real soon. Got some new things coming up. And I have had quite the week of being on other people's shows and meeting just some incredible people. Uh, it seems like this week was very synchronistic for me. Three different shows that I went on, all three of those hosts just blew me away. And uh, it's just so good to see that our movement is growing and that we have so many fantastic people out there that have an incredible amount of knowledge. They're very passionate about what they do. And I was extra impressed with today's guest. Uh, so much so I said, we just got to book you right away and get you on the show. His name is Eric Anderson and he does an incredible podcast. You can find it on Spotify. You can also check him out on, uh, let me pull up his Instagram. And to introduce you to the man, I have a little clip. It's a favorite of mine. He does really, really good short clips. He's also got a TikTok and he's out there fighting the good fight. Uh, he's got his show is actually called The Real Seven Show, The Real Number Seven Show. Uh, but let me just introduce you. Here we go. And let's just play this for you. A little discussion. See, there's two kinds of people out there right now ones that believe in the system and the ones who want to see it fall aka the conspiracy theory and the thing about the battle of the narratives is that we continuously see people from that side coming over here because the media tried way too hard to push this agenda you see they didn't try to slowly boil the frog they just cranked the fucking heat up there's one thing that you're never gonna see and that's people who find out about the lies go back to the other side and i think that this is largely where people miss the whole point i know that it seems like everything is kind of falling apart here but every single day thousands of people come onto our side with no hopes of returning. They can't hide it anymore. It's impossible. The cat is completely out of the bag. So what we need to do is stop thinking that this is going to be some never-ending war that has no end in sight. Because truth be told, the end is near. All of us who understand what's going on are going to be able to see it through. Soon enough, we'll be able to create the world that we would like to live in. Let's have a little discussion. See, there's two kinds that's of people. Right, that's right, that's right. Very well said. Couldn't agree more. And he's just got some bangers on there, guys. You can just go through and the video reels are just awesome. He, he talks a lot about the legal system, the fraud that went on there, freedom, what's going on in Canada, what's going on in so many of these different areas. And I'm very excited to introduce you to him. So let me go ahead and bring him in. There he is. Eric, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Welcome to the Good, show. Good, man. Appreciate you having me on. Oh, I'm glad you're here. And uh, we, you and I had a really good chat the other day. And as you were talking to me about what I was into, I realized the depth of knowledge that you have. And I'm like, I want to switch this around and, and ask you some questions. Um, how long have you been doing this? And what got you into it? Just give us a quick little background on how you got to doing the work you're doing now, man. Yeah. So uh, my name is Eric Anderson. I grew up in, uh, you know, born and raised in Canada, uh, Ontario specifically. Um, I would say what got me into this was, uh, at a very young age, um, you start to see, you know, I had, uh, blue collar parents, uh, you know, did kind of work and, and kind of, they never, they never really break even, you know what I mean? I watched them, you know, work all these hours and, and not be able to spend enough time with me and my sister. And, uh, that really had me asking these questions like, well, I see you guys bringing all this money in, you guys are out all the time. And how come you guys aren't, you know, really getting ahead? Like, why are you struggling? 
and that's really what started my my journey into there's got to be more to life than this right there's no way that these people are, are giving their, their their time their soul to this system and they're getting nothing in return right they're losing the most important thing to them and that's the time with the kids to be able to raise them you know properly and I started to look at what we were being taught in schools and always, always that kid that had his hand up asking the, the really odd questions. Um, the questions that, you know, the teachers would have to send you to the office for uh, all for just asking, well, you know, that doesn't make sense. Well, how is two plus two five? It, it just, just that's what you're telling us. Right. So, uh, you know, then kind of went forward. 9-11 happened. That really opened my eyes. And uh, it wasn't the planes crashing, you know, themselves that opened my eyes. It was actually how people started to treat uh, people with a brown complexion. That really started make it made me realize that this this idiot box that everybody's watching can get one message and just turn on an entire group of people that they were neighbors with, similar to what we see today. And uh, that's really what started like, wow, man, there's some serious manipulation out there. People don't think for themselves. And from there, I just started researching. Oh, good, man. Yeah, it's a very natural progression, isn't it? It's like none of us come into this. Yeah looking for it it's sort of like you stumble into this big room that you didn't know mm -hmm. existed of information and it starts with curiosity or personal experience yeah. something opens your eyes yeah with you starting to look at what's going on with your parents asking questions about why everything is so stacked against the average person that's just mm -hmm. trying to do good and follow all the rules and go through life and yet it's all stacked against us and you slowly realize that there's been this empire of control building in the background since well before we got here. And we're just sort of stepping in and going, oh, my God, who runs this place? What's what's right. going on on this crazy planet? You know, so that's great. Um, what aspect, aside from some of those things, really got you interested? I mean, you did some really good commentary in our discussion about the legal system. You've got some good videos on that, getting into maritime admiralty law and all that did you want to maybe address that subject and what woke you up to that sure uh to be quite honest with you i heard a little bit about that from a buddy of mine and uh then i started listening to you and michael um and i got a couple of little tidbits there and the moment i heard it i was like uh oh like so this is the system that really exists this is the reason that you know, it seems like these these government officials can get away with bloody murder. And, uh, you know, people are going to jail for, you know, 10 plus years for just, you know, selling or smoking marijuana. And it was kind of like it just it, it doesn't add up. I mean, we're watching uh, corruption at, at a <laughs> at a level that's just unprecedented. And it, they're just they're just walking away with it. So when I heard that uh, when I heard Michael kind of speaking a little bit about, you know, the maritime admiralty law, then I started, uh, you know, really getting my uh, my toes wet. Um, and honestly, it's one of those topics that just stuck, man. Like it, it, there's not a whole lot to it. It's actually pretty simplistic. I guess once you start to uh, kind of recognize that the etymology is such a big part of our existence and a big part of how the law was, you know, created and stacked against us um because uh you know every word has a vibration attached to it and and it can mean many things and english being a germanic language that's highly manipulated it all just makes sense and uh from there uh, i bought the book called uh, word magic by pao chang um i went through that book it was absolutely phenomenal uh he has another one called born again and all of this is about you know legalese and admiralty law and how the language is you know how they how they use the language and why language is manipulated and how powerful language is and from there man i just uh every every person i uh you know kind of come across that that you know walks that path i just don't want to sit down and talk to because 
this is information that's so valuable to to the human race especially out in the west um i don't know if people know but out in the west man the the system is not the system that you think it is there there's an entire shadow realm if you will at work that is constantly against us that uh once you start learning and and unlearning what you've you think you've learned the knowledge that you think you have from your school and your indoctrination centers then uh, you're going to realize that there is a way to free yourself and a lot of it has to do with language yeah that's really important that's what really impressed me was you were already on to the etymology the symbolism getting into the history trying to look at the big picture if we look at just from a Canadian perspective for a minute here, uh, we've been going through quite the period of time in Canada. Uh, things are heating up right now politically, lots of heat yeah. on Trudeau and all of that. We had the trucker convoy, the all these protests going on, and there's pros and cons, right? But mm -hmm. one thing that you um, brought up to me that I wanted to talk to you a little bit about because I think it's really important, I'm glad you raised this, this point, was that you found yourself you know, backing these freedom movements in Canada and supporting what we're seeing happen all over the world, which is people starting to see what you're talking about, what I've been talking about, yeah. um, and rebelling against all of these edicts that came out of nowhere. And I mean, it started with the pandemic, but I think people have been slowly realizing this goes way bigger than that. But at the same time, the negative side is that it seems like people are leaving one form of tyranny to replace it with another tyranny that I've been calling and we've been calling on Unslaved for a long time, the tyranny of the masses, which is sort of this vicious cycle where we try to jump out of one boiling pot only to find ourselves in another one simply because we're maybe not quite getting something with the process of actual true freedom. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. um, could you share some of your own personal experiences with that, you know, just from starting from the Canadian freedom movement context? Uh, okay. So, I'll kind of give a, a very, very brief uh, backstory. Um, so going through all of this, you know, research throughout the years, I, I, as I explained to you, the the last angle that I found, a very analytical person. Uh, so when I kind of zoomed out and looked at big picture, what I found was there was only one way left for them to pull the wool over people's eyes. I mean, they've tried, you know, the, the race thing. They've tried the LGBT thing, the trans thing. There's only one way left to to claim absolute control, and that was public health. So when this thing first started, you know, obviously, like everybody else, a couple weeks in, you're like, oh, shit, like this could potentially be, you know, something that affects us all. Right. And knowing, you know, being somebody who's been in the the, the health and fitness field for so long, uh, I know that people aren't in the best of health to begin with, with their dietary choices, lack of exercise, lack of sleep, shitty lifestyle, all that. Um, so like everybody else, you know, it was like, I, I believe like month two is when I said, well, you guys are... Uh, mcdonald's is open but i can't take my kids for a walk in the bush and that's when i knew like hold on something was wrong here so anyway started speaking out uh not on instagram just more so with uh you know I, I own a company so i was trying to you know speak to the guys about it everyone was fully indoctrinated fully bought in um so i was one of the very few people that was at queen's park initially uh, long before any of this freedom thing started because queen queen's park has always been a, a mainstay for for protests and such um you know there's always been speeches there and events there um so we started there, dude, there was like a dozen people there. Uh, we sounded like crazy people. The entire world was against us at that point. Uh, and then, you know, kind of about a year went by. And then uh, it started where uh, Chris Sky kind of came out and rattled the uh, rattled the cage a bit on Instagram. So a lot more of us started saying, oh, shit, like, I guess Instagram is an avenue we can use. Uh, so I hopped on Instagram and uh, went to the first worldwide rally. 
the first worldwide was like, okay, man, it was very pure. It was, you know, a, a bunch of people genuinely concerned about what was going on, man. We, all of us, you know, well, not all of us, but a, a large percentage of us were parents, a uh, very concerned parents for, you know, the, the world that we're leaving our children, right? Like it's it, when you see shit right. like this happen, man, there's a, it's, it's your duty as a person to speak up and, and to, you know, really voice things, but you have to voice them in a way that makes sense. And what I started realizing was that at uh, Worldwide Rally number two, uh, about halfway in, I went home. And uh, reason being, it wasn't making sense anymore. I All I seen was people getting together and screaming freedom. And then the moment that they leave and you're walking back to your car, you see these people wearing masks to go in and you know, use the bathroom at a place. Or you see people, uh, you hear about infighting with speakers. like, And it just started becoming this pissing competition and this giant photo op. And, uh, you know, that was pretty well immediately when I started saying, guys, there's a problem that is that is really arising here. And if we don't nip it in the butt and if we don't start putting egos in check and I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, you got to get rid of the ego. If you do, you die. It's essential. Right. You need the ego. That's that's part of you. Um, but but it started getting to where this this unchecked ego started becoming a big factor. Um, and then people, it started, you know, just really turning into, oh, I think my message is more important than yours. And it then the the clusterfuck began you know what i mean yeah and okay. uh that was that was basically the the beginning of that you know kind of realization that something is very wrong here and that's why i really appreciate the quote that you brought up the other day about you can remove all of the uh you know government you know, that you want but now you still have to deal with the tyranny of the masses and i think that that's the most accurate powerful uh you know statement that uh that i heard in that conversation yeah. And I'm, uh, well, it's something that I was taught a long time ago. It blew my brain. I was like, Whoa, what the hell? That makes sense. Because I was always wondering why are we on this vicious cycle? Like, why can't we get out of the cycle of tyranny arising? It, it, and we start studying history. You just see example after example of amazing people rising up to fight for the freedom of everybody. Meanwhile, everybody's shooting arrows at them, which is interesting. Yeah. Yet, even if they achieve any semblance of it, of change in their society, the society itself maybe got rid of a tyrant, but then votes in another tyrant again and mm -hmm. again, or eventually, you know, it's that whole uh, strong men create good times. And then eventually mm -hmm. weak men take over and create hard times. And then it's just yep. this big cycle. So I was like, why the cycle? And you start to think when people come into this movement, they think that the answer for everything is the global world control conspiracy right. in this, these groups, which we know very well, those things are real and they exist and it's a factor, but it's not the only factor, right? There's a relationship between the tyrant and the masses and the people, the master and the slave. And if we're going to have a movement here, that's going to actually cause change that will last into generations for our children. Cause I'm fighting for my children too, bro. Just like you and so many others yeah. is, we need to understand this dynamic that's happening within each and every one of us. So it's mm -hmm. all fine and good to, to get everybody to rally together, even if we come from different backgrounds. And that was the positive thing with this movement was you had people from every political affiliation, world uh, view, religion, whatever, coming together under one banner, which was we just want freedom in this country. We want the freedom mm -hmm. to choose. We don't want the government to turn into this tyranny. But we're having an issue where we're reverting back to the old cycle. And my concern is we might get rid of Trudeau and his entire administration here in Canada and all the people that are there, but we're going to do what we're going to put another guy in there to 
just become another version of it, you know, again. And so I'm like, how do we achieve lasting freedom? It has to start on the individual level, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And, and that was one of the biggest problems. So it's, I think that what we see is people thinking that their political affiliation and their, their, their like whatever side they stand on politically is going to come and save you. And I want to really address that <clears throat> reason being, I don't know if anybody knows this or knows what the word government means. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like government like, I don't know if people actually study this, but the government was actually created to give you the illusion of choice. That's why parties in the government were created. It is nothing more than tyranny with puppets playing a show in front of you for you to watch and feel like you have some sort of say in it. Uh, you know, if people would like to vote, go ahead and vote. Personally, I think that it's making absolutely no difference. That's part of the illusion of choice. If you'd like to, that's the that's the whole thing about freedom, right? Is I stand for capital freedom, right? Where I may not like what you do. I may not like what you say, but I'll constantly fight for your right to be able to do that. Right. Even if I agree or or I don't agree. Uh, but when it comes to your your politics, I'm sorry to let everybody know, but your politics at this point with with something that they're trying to roll out of this magnitude right now, this is a grand plan that has been going on for, you know, centuries. And now it's here. Now they're rolling it out. Do you think that by getting, say, Pierre Polyev in there, that is going to change anything? I would like to just ask people this simple question. If you really think that they are here for you and for your freedom, well, then why is it that they won't do anything that would be considered political suicide? Why aren't they talking about the, uh, you know, the sexualization of our children? Why aren't they doing that? If your conservatives are going to just come in and save the day, well, then tell me why none of them are speaking on the real issues. Why are we not speaking about all the people that took these clot shots and are now experiencing all these adverse reactions? It's not about right. the cost of milk. It's not about any of the, you know, the little minute details that he keeps bringing up. It's actually about the fact that people's lives were completely turned upside down, right? So we need to get off of this. This is politics are going to save you. I've said this once. If I've said it a thousand times, you are the savior and the change that you have been waiting for. And nobody is going to come do that for you. It doesn't come from a book. It doesn't come from a politician. It doesn't come from anywhere outside of you. Change is going to happen when you decide it happens. And it's really that simple. Boom, dropping nukes right out of the gate. I love it. I love it. I agree with you. We have to look at these things and there might be different political strategies people could employ in this game and maybe there's sure. a time and place for that. But ultimately, whatever costume you put on it, it's a human being. And mm -hmm. how are you going to are you going to really put all of your destiny and your faith and your hope in one human being like I don't know, like, I just can't do that. You know, even though I do believe there are good people trying to help uh, fight behind the scenes and whatnot, yep. I think the whole point of all of this experience we're going through as a species right now is to upgrade us so that we don't have to keep repeating these past mistakes. And the only way to upgrade our understanding of freedom and its implicate, its uh, implementation into our society is the freedom has to start exactly where you said, or it has to start within, right. it has to start with your mindset, it has to start also with not just your lip service to things, but right. your actual actions in the world, right? Like things you're doing in your personal life to achieve freedom, right? Because freedom starts with your thinking, it starts with your body, it starts with right. all of that, your spirit, right? Do you agree with that? 
I 100% do. I think that people love to give their freedom out to other places because it's that feeling of, well, maybe somebody else will do it. And I'd like to bring up something real quick that kind of illustrates this. Uh, so I posted something on my page you can go and see and, and brief story is this teacher comes into his classroom one day, uh, usually a nice teacher. He's very militant this time. He sets up all the chairs in a circle. He has one uh, one desk in the middle with a fishbowl on it and has a fish inside. Tells everybody as they walk in, OK, sit down. And if any one of you guys speaks or moves, I'm going to fail you guys immediately. You fail my class. He takes the fish out of the bowl, leaves it on the desk, walks out of the class. Everybody kind of looks around. They're all really, you know, wondering what's going on. Nobody does anything. Finally, some girl gets up and says, fuck this. This fish is dying and puts it back into the bowl. And the teacher comes in and says, look at what the world's done to you. The world has made you a bystander. The world has given, made you so unable to act when you feel something is right. So this just goes to show you that that one person was able to make all of that change in the world around them. So look, the, the word sword, if you look at it, like the etymology of the word, it's the sacred word at sword, right? That's what it means. So sure, our words are, are where this war is going to kind of be. This is where we gain ground is, is with our words and is with our knowledge and how we articulate things to people to, to give them that, that overstanding of what is happening in the world. But you have to act. There, there is an element of action and you have to lead by example because at the end of the day, other adults can comprehend what you're saying, but we need to focus on the kids, bro. The, the kids are the ones that are going to watch our actions and see what we do now. And sure, like you said, you could lend your lip service to the entire world, but what we're starting to realize is how much of this lip service and, and, and these words that are being said on this side of the equation are completely false. The amount of shit that I call out, like I told you in our podcast, man, I'm one of the most hated Canadian influencers or, or conspiracy theorists or whatever, because I call people on this side out on their shit. It's like you cannot sit here and ask for credibility if that's not what you're displaying. And it's it's really right. that simple, right? We need to make sure that we are our you know own fact checkers and make sure that what we are saying is credible, that we're saying it in a way that doesn't. You know, it's OK to offend people, but it's it's you also have to make sure that you're you're walking that line. Right. And and allowing them the ability to kind of understand what you're saying before you just jump all over them. But we really need to watch our words. Right. The swords that we use in this battle. We have to watch which ones we draw. I love that. I love that. The word is the sword of the truth warrior. And uh, you're so right. And it starts with the inner dialogue, doesn't it? Because there's the words we say to others. But there's the words we say to ourselves or don't say. And if you're not honest with yourself, how can you be championing truth? How can you be, right. you know, and I'm, I'm speaking to myself too. We're not perfect. I get it. But the goal, you should have that as your operating goal. Uh, that that's what you're trying to achieve. And then each one of us is responsible to check ourselves with that. And if you're getting hate from giving legitimate critiques that I feel come from a place of caring uh, mm -hmm. to this movement, I don't understand where that hate's coming from. I mean, I do, but um, idealistically, I would say that shouldn't exist, but we know it does because the, the sad fact is, as you were hinting in the beginning, this very quickly becomes about who has the best optics, who's got the most followers, who's getting, who's trending with their thing, who's going to be moving into the forefront of this fight, who's going to get credit. Everybody wants the credit for everything. And it's like, we're in, we're in a war that is so 
massive. You can't even, yeah. I don't think people can understand what's at stake here and what's really going on right. that we're just consumed with infighting and all this ego stuff. And I'm with you, by the way, not the elimination of the ego, but putting it in its proper place. Right. But, um, you know, this grandstanding effect and all that, we got to move past it and and put our petty differences aside i've also right. gotten some flack from just calling out all this infighting that's going on you know but that's okay that's that's we need to do that we need to call that out mm -hmm. and people can make it what they will but if we're not if all we're doing is pointing the finger and not realizing there's always fingers pointing back at you when you do it as a sort of cosmic lesson for life yep. Yep. that yes we are critiquing evil and tyranny and criminality but watch out because that same those same mechanisms can happen within your mm -hmm. midst as well it can happen even within yeah. you so you got to do that shadow work to keep yourself in check at all times and we 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 tend to get so obsessed with the news headlines what's happening what's breaking right. all fine and good but if not in balance with what are the news flashes going on inside your mind in your side your being what are the signals your body's giving to you about possible yeah. health concerns that you should be dealing with or um, intuitive, the intuitive voice. I wonder what your thought about this was, is that we have the logical side of us, which is, okay, there's something that's happening. I'm going to go and do all the digs and research it and get the facts. And there's a really important place for that. But for me, a lot of it started with intuition, like with this whole mm. pandemic thing, it was an intuition that made me go right away. Okay. I have to question this. I'm being called to do something here. Let's start sure. investigating. And I think a lot of times people ignore that inner voice and they just get absorbed and obsessed with all the facts and the information flowing by their social media pages. Mm -hmm. And you can get lost in there. Even if you're looking at legit things and, and you're seeing all this stuff, you can get lost in it mm -hmm. and you're going to, you might lose yourself if you don't keep that intuition, uh, firing, you know, what do you think about that idea of intuition? I think that intuition, there's a reason that it starts with the word in. I think that that is the most important part of us, right? That's where everything comes from. Your, your intuition comes from everything within you. It doesn't come from anywhere outside of you. Like I, you'll constantly hear me say, um, and it's because I try to empower the person themselves instead of having them look everywhere else. But as for the uh, information that you're talking about and that it, it consumes people, it does become one of these things that have any of you guys noticed this and ask yourself this honestly, everywhere that you go to any one of these meetups, nobody's ever talking about the advancement of, of what we do next. Nobody's ever talking about solutions. Nobody's ever really creating any sort of anything other than just talking about what's already happened. Like, are we just coming to these meetups to just bitch about what's happening or are we coming to start to develop, you know, the solutions, but all of this is by design because whether you feel like you've been manipulated or not, you have. And I want to let all of you guys know that your left brain is far more activated than your right. And that's by design, um, by you not being able to get into your right brain, which is your center for, you know, your intuition, your, uh, where, where you find your artistic ability your your creativity, love, compassion, that's where you're going to find all of that. But the left brain just loves analytics and your entire life is like, Oh, well, do you got the facts? You know, do you got the facts? It's like, well, sometimes the fact is, is just, how is it that I can always spot a person that's full of shit within the first five minutes of meeting you? Why is that? There's no facts behind that. There's no studies. I didn't hook you up to any sort of lie detector. There's just something inside of my gut. 
There's something inside of me that tells me that this person has either, you know, some sort of nefarious intention or there's something about them that that is just, you know, giving me a bad vibe. Right. So intuition, man, I feel like that comes before logic because your intuition is going to tell you if it's even something worth looking into. Right. So I, I do think that that like you're saying, man, is the the intuition starts best and it, it actually ties in and segues nicely into what you brought up in the beginning. And that's the fact that this is all about likes, clicks, follows. And and the issue that I see that is arising is that people aren't who they actually are. People are are creating a character to be more trendy as opposed to focusing on the truth. And now what we're seeing is that the truth is only the truth when it's convenient to your belief system. Right. So just because somebody is on our side, you're still subject to the same scrutiny that I would put anything else to because I'm looking for the truth. I look for that truth about me and myself. I'm not going to become somebody who just posts something just for likes and clicks, knowing that is disinformation. Why would I do that? So have we all just been, have we all lost our intuition for Instagram? Is that what's happened? Interesting. The Insta instant instant gratification as opposed to delayed gratification um another point that's kind of the follow-up there is i've been saying this a lot about opinions right and we're in a world of opinions and theories right now and Mm. that's okay but you realize that a lot of opinions aren't really oriented towards the truth even though maybe part of yourself is telling you that there's another part of you that's trying to escape fear and anxiety. And so what happens is a lot of opinions don't end up being based in truth. They end up being based in anxiety easing mechanisms, something that will help you feel more confident rather than the truth. Because when you confront real truth, often it takes you right out of your, of your whole foundation and it sends you for a loop. And it's just the nature of truth, right? Uh, there's that old meme that's so relevant of the everybody's lined up behind the comfortable lies stand and the uncomfortable truth stand has nobody right. lined up to it. And I, I sit back and everybody likes to say that, oh, because I woke up to the pandemic or maybe I stopped that one jab or I didn't get any jabs or I was I was researching stuff on the Rockefeller Institute, whatever, that somehow uh, everything about my opinion has been formed on the basis of truth even though those might be facts, if it's then becoming uh, this mechanism that you're using to escape other truths that are going to continue your journey of understanding things, because that stuff's right. only day one kindergarten stuff, right? Right, right. Then you're doing yourself a disservice. And it's because of the need to ease that anxiety that's within us all. Let's be honest. We all face these things and guaranteed we've all been facing it and going through this roller coaster this entire time. And so I say this with empathy for people. I say this out of love and caring. And I also am saying this to myself because I'm not sitting here saying I'm somehow immune from this. I also fall for this. We all do. But if you're truly honest, if you are really orienting what you're doing towards real truth, you will realize that you will put yourself in check. You will pick yourself up when you've fallen. You will forgive yourself when you do it. And then you will improve on yourself. And that's what I want to see more of um, in myself and in the people that I think are at the front lines here, especially the people that are trying to take up the mantle and go, I'm going to lead the resistance. I'm going to go take on all those baddies in Ottawa. I'm going to go and make the change and I'm going to be the next leader. And it's like, really? 
uh how's your personal life going you know what what like Dude, are you really yes. living free are you really oriented toward truth or are you in a popularity right. contest right now and and sadly there's more popularity contests happening than i see yeah. um legitimate full-scale movements of people trying to bring out the truth and win freedom you know yeah and i don't know if everybody's heard the saying i'm sure they have that there's too many chiefs and not enough indians is that everybody wants to be a chief everybody wants to lead until it's time to be the leader and then everybody wants to lead and then part of leading like today unfortunately is uh people being agreeable and uh I speak about this a lot too right. because being a being agreeable has become a cancer listen you, you don't need to be agreeable you just need to stand on the foundation that can be agreed upon that there's a big difference in those two things being agreeable is exactly what you're fighting against and at what point do we stop and realize that both of these sides that are fighting each other are you got like it's the same tactics and and we were speaking about cults the other day and it's becoming a little culty you know it's becoming it something that I, I i really don't want to part in but but in saying that through all of this this you know the the riffraff and the bullshit and the the who's got the bigger peepee contest i've met some really amazing people oh I've, same here man totally dude like yeah I've had the ability to create the which and this isn't running anymore, guys. All of the leaders have kind of gone on and done their thing. But two years ago, this is right in the beginning of this thing. I started something where if you type right now on Instagram, if you type at be prepared, you can scroll forever in be prepared locations. And that was to give people that community saying, well, if they were to shut down the highway, who do you really have? It's great that you come to these worldwide rallies and speak to each other and claim that you're networking, but who do you know in your direct vicinity that you can create an actual change within your community? Right? So I started something like that Canada wide. They had weekly meetings every week. If you join the Instagram page, you knew that like for your location, you knew that every single person that is following that page is from your location directly. And that was such a great tool, man. But the, even that started to become this thing where, like you were saying, the tyranny of the masses, you create something good. And I could have said, hey, man, you know, I founded this thing and constantly used that to catapult my online image. But what did I do? I used the platform that I had created that has always been the people's platform. You know, I've always helped the small businesses grow and share everything out for the little guy, right? Because we need to we need to create that society beside the broken society and grow it as like as one falls, the other needs to grow alongside at almost the same rate. Right. So instead of taking all this credit for Insta fame, I made sure to boost up these leaders and then I bowed out of the movement and allowed these people to be the new leaders in their communities because that's what we need, man. We need this to become more grassroots. That's why I'm not a voting person, but I voted one time in my life and it was for our PPC representative in our neighborhood. Why? Because I was looking at a man that looked just like me. I was looking at a man who struggled just like me, who works just like me. I'm not looking at some guy that's just waiting for his turn at the pig trough to eat his food or at some big politician. I'm looking at a man just like me that just wants things the same way I do. And that's the only time I voted. So the point is that there are a lot of good people. There's a lot of real, there's a lot of dude, amazing folks, but unfortunately it's uh, it's one of those things where for every hundred, you know, people that you meet, you're only going to find about five that are worthwhile. And that's just, it's just the truth of the matter. 
Yeah, man, I hear you. And, and, and guys, we're opening up with this. Uh, it's not going to be the whole focus, but I just think it's important that we pull, we call this out and you know, this is all about honesty. This is truth in the end. It goes to the personal level and this isn't an attack at all. This is a, at all. this is big brother talk. Now, this is how I look at it. And, um, yeah. it comes from a place of wanting to make it better. And the reason, and the other, on the flip side, I want to also say, I've literally met the best people ever during this three year yeah. period. And I've also realized who in my personal life before the mm. new normal uh, were real, you know, like not right. just real friends, real effing people that really were authentic. Cause I want to be around authentic people. I don't want to be around fakers, right? I'm sure everybody listening here has had their share of fakers. We watch right. them on the news media all the time. I get it. But you know, so I just want to say, like, I've I've found sort of a good wolf pack and it, it's all over the world. I meet people online. I've been all these Zooms, all these signal groups. It's like I'm almost overwhelmed, but I try to keep my my energy in some of these things because I'm curious. I want to see where people are at. I want to see the conversations. And I've learned so much. I've, I've met teachers like look at how we met, bro. Like you and I would hit it off over a beer. No problem. But also we know a lot about what's going on. We care about right. our country. We care right. about our family. We care about our freedom. And like we just met a couple of days ago and it feels like we've already known each other for a long time. And I keep Damn. having that experience. Yeah. So as much as I've had the experience of watching the sort of negative side to humanity where we just kind of devolve during these times, <laughs> I've also seen the evolution. I've seen those people that are flying right now that are making the best work they've ever made. The they're, they're, they're doing what you're doing. They're trying to think grassroots. And that'll also bring me to the question of what you think about solutions, because I've been thinking about this based on how this attack was set up. I'm mm -hmm. thinking about it strategically. So the way these globalists, we'll call them whatever you want, the way they set this whole thing up was they started by infiltrating at the ground level upwards. I think they were hitting us from both angles, but let's just keep it as a metaphor, because I think this is how we get out of it. If we always think, especially, and I'm really speaking as a Canadian right now. I mean, I got American listeners, people in other countries. You guys know your situation better than I do. So maybe there's a different strategy. But for Canada, our political system here at the federal level is an absolute swamp. Okay. The, either they're swamp yeah. creatures or they're cowards and spineless. Okay. It's either one. And that's a problem, which means we're not making any headway. We keep having inquiries. We keep having these silly debates about freaking fiscal numbers and all this shit, which is important. It's like, you're right. People are dying. Things are getting worse. We're turning into communist China very quickly. Um, and so I'm looking at it like the best way is local. Is that what you're feeling? The local, the grassroots, the ground up? Because if you look at the agenda 21, 2030, that whole agenda is about taking over not just your federal government. It's mm -hmm. about your local schools, your local right. little media <clears throat> newspapers that nobody reads, your little uh, mayor's offices in your small little town, like the farmers going after the food supply, the, the railroads, the whole thing. So if if we if we're the people that man those stations, then that's where we fight them, not just at the federal political level. And I'm not dismissing that as part of the fight. Let's just, there are people mm -hmm. for that, okay? But us that are sitting there, what do I do? I don't know what to do, who to vote for. Okay, don't even worry about it. What can you do to get into your local school board? What can you do to get on the ground level? Can you grow some shit in your backyard? Can you hook up with your neighbors and start forming groups? Like, is that where you're at? 
Yeah, that's where I've been at for, you know, about two years, uh, you know, being somebody who's always been an outdoorsman, always been fishing, hunting, um, you know, it's just things that I've always loved to do is a self-sustenance. And, and I just feel like that's a skill that's been lost. And I also feel that that is, you know, it's like, hey, man, anything that stood the test of time, anything that's worked forever, you know, is going to work now. I just want to jump backwards really, really quickly uh, in closing with the last topic. And and it's uh just like David was saying, man, like this, none of this is to shit on people. This is just the observation of what I've seen. Um, and if it's never called out, then we're, we're no more, you know, corrupt than the other side is. And then we're just going to keep supporting bullshit. Uh, so it's not to shit on anybody It's simply just calling it as we see it. But, uh, as for the local level, um, I actually don't think people should be getting involved in their school boards. I'm a little bit opposite of you. I disagree on that one. Um, reason being, if you look at who the school boards are invested in, it's, it's, it's trash. It's all garbage. They have massive investments in vaccine companies. It's all garbage instead. And, and this is like what you're saying about real local level shit is, uh, I've been promoting things like roots and wings, which is a great alternative learning pod that is teaching your kids how to read, write, communicate, holistic medicines, uh, nature, um, you know, their financial literacy, uh, teaching them a lot about themselves and, and, and emotional awareness and the things that we should really be teaching our kids, the things that truly matter to, you know, creating this, this parallel universe, uh, that, that we need to kind of have happen. But it's a lot of simple things, man. I've been seeing this for years. It's like, guys, stop, stop eating out of a box. Like, go get to know your butchers, your farmers. Go to, you know, farmers markets. And the beauty of this is, is a lot of people say, oh, I can't afford to eat like you guys. My grocery bill has shrunk in half by eating the best of the best food, right? Like, never mind convenience. Convenience is how we got here, right? We need to start doing things right. the, the grassroots way. And, dude, when you get to know your farmer, you get to know your food. When you get to know your farmer, you get to know your community. When you get to know your farmer, you get to know how food is distributed. You get to know how it's grown. You get to see the very roots of how society works. It, it starts at the farmer, right? And the farmer's not this big guy that drives a Bugatti, right? He doesn't do any of that. He's, he's a dude that wakes up at 3 a.m. every day and hauls ass till probably, you know, midnight. The next, like, these guys work hard and they don't get nearly enough credit. And when you get to know these people and start to, you know, get your kids involved in these things. And what we need to do is stop getting so involved in like this IT sector of things, man. Like I remember, I don't know about you, man, but it was just, I graduated high school. And when I did, everybody wanted to be in IT. And then there was no more like, I want to be a carpenter or an electrician or a plumber. And at the end of the day, man, like that's the grassroots we're talking about. We need to learn how to, we need to learn how the foundation of society is built. And build it our way. And that's the only way that it's going to happen. We can't just, you know, nuke the system and then try to build a new off of that. We got to see the flaws in the system that exists now. Start locally to build the new system alongside of it. So as one crumbles, one grows. And that's the most successful option in my eyes. I love it. I'm with you, man. 100%. Um, could you let's rewind. What was that group you were talking about? Was it like a homeschooling type of thing? Or like, what was it? Yeah. So if you go on Instagram. Yep. You, you type in uh, roots and wings. They're, roots they're huge. Okay. Yep. There's another one called I lead. I learn, uh, dude, there, there's so many, you guys can follow people like, uh, empowering the children and a hundred million moms and look at all the, the local markets they're doing to keep our dollars within our communities for homegrown oh, nice. products. So this is what we've been creating in Ontario and you get a whole bunch of people. And, and what we're trying to do is look, every new business that opens decentralizes that dollar from the rich assholes little bit more 
So every time you go to these markets and you're supporting somebody local, you're keeping the money within your vicinity. Right. You're not giving it to a corporation. You're not, you know, taxing this money. Right? You're you're inspiring children to become entrepreneurs and create and build and that's that's the focus here, man. Like I think we're just we're losing sight of the goal and the goal is to build the community, man. If you're truly seeking truth, you can't spell truth without the you inside of it. Boom. Guys, Eric Anderson, go follow this guy. Like seriously. Um, I'm loving this. So this is really, really key. And I love how you're focused on the next generation because guess who else is focused on the next generation? Bro? Right. I exactly. Think you know this. Okay. The witches and warlocks and all the Satanists and all that and the social engineers, they want their grimy hands in your children's minds. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my wife and I, my wife originally wasn't really, she wanted to pursue more of our, because we're entrepreneurs. We've been working together. We were trying to sure. build our business and everything. And so she wasn't quite fully into the homeschooling because we had a great local school that was we knew the teachers everything was cool the education was great they weren't just teaching the government curriculum it was very nature-based we're like oh this is really right. good but guess what crumbled right on day one with all this pandemic stuff and the partitions and segregation and mass the kid and, and it's like okay so we're pulling them out 100 and she just jumped into the homeschooling thing and while that might not be a solution for everybody it's good to know that there are these other backup systems of people coming together that are freedom minded that want to help with the education process, whether mm -hmm. it's full time or whether it's part time after school or even just to help the parents know how to teach their children these things more efficiently yeah. or know what tools are available. We need to come together as that community to help parents know that these types of tools even exist and that there's a variety of options out there that nobody even was aware of. Right. And this is all about what you're talking about. The spirit of it is amazing. And we can use this online system as much as it is sort of a control grid and they're censoring and they're tracking and everything. They're already tracking you. It doesn't matter. So you're online. Use it as a weapon for you. Use right. it for a good purpose. And the way we do that is through shows like this, through uh, creating our own media and also mm -hmm. the educational platforms that we could build to help people learn how to plant stuff in their condo window, herbs and whatever right. in their yard or how to uh, network. I love how you've got these things where you can, you can network and know who's local, who's your local farmer like these, that is so crucial. And I think everybody thinks it's all about grabbing a musket like Mel Gibson in the Patriot and running oh, out no, and it's like, no, uh, not, we're not there. It's a different kind of war. They're attacking mm -hmm. our food supplies. They're attacking our children's minds. They're attacking our right. minds. So the types of solutions we need to build are not the solutions of past wars. They're the solutions of this war. And that's why mm -hmm. we need people from your generation, Eric, to have that knowledge of like both of that to come out and really start to unite the clans in this way. So I got nothing but uh, support for that. And, and if you got some links to send me after that, I can put in the description for people to show them. Sure, man follow just please let me know because this is awesome i love this stuff sure man and and another solution for people and this is one of the greatest solutions is you know i, I know a lot of people that say look man like roots and wings and such it's, it's a lot of extra money in the last few years really fuck my job and whatever but think about this man it, it, it really doesn't take much almost all of us know a teacher who wasn't down with this shit and lost their job because of you know the jab 
call this person up, come up with a number that you can afford and set it up locally. Like I know it's not going to be a feasible option for everybody, but the more of these that start to pop up, the bigger the system becomes, the more ability, you you know, the, the more reach it has, the more people we can start to invite into these communities, but it's about creating within your community. Like I hate to tell everybody this, and I don't know if people know, but uh, your friends on Instagram, your follower number, regardless how high it is, isn't going to help you locally. You need to get to know your neighbor. There's a reason they wanted you to hate your neighbor throughout all this, right? Find people with the same mindset. And now it's easier than ever, guys. It was hard a year ago, year and a half ago, two years ago when we started doing these things. It was tough. Cops coming to shut down the markets. And it, it was crazy, man. It was a pretty hectic little while. But now there's a lot of people who were on the opposite side of you who have come back around because this was the most expensive and and well well orchestrated marketing campaign that we've ever seen in our lives people were manipulated a lot of people were still well intentioned they played on people's virtue people are back to normal so now people are willing to start to create communities because they recognize they've been lied to so now you could even speak to people who are just not willing to teach the the trans shit to your your kids and who don't agree with that do find these people reach out. And the only way to do that is to look, even if it's hard, it's like that old quote, right? Like speak the truth. Even if your voice shakes, like make sure that you go out and you you speak to people and talk to people that feel like you, you be amazed. You be amazed at the people you meet in public. If you just stop for two seconds and, you know, have two words with somebody, right? This is how we build these communities. And then the way you're going to build them is by, you know, speaking that that spoken word is going to that's going to get you out of this and, and a little bit of organization guys, you, you would, you'd be pretty uh, astonished to see how easy it is when you speak to one of these people who could be a potential teacher and a few people who, who have students, you guys get together for a barbecue. God, it's that easy. You watch your kids play together. The vibe feels right. The people feel right. And you're adults. You guys can come up with a, I drop you off at nine. I pick you up at five, right? This person's getting compensated for their time and their knowledge. They can still continue teaching, doing what they love. Guys, we can create this. It's just going to take us to to recognize that, you know, not everything's easy, not everything's convenient, right? You got to put in a little bit of a uh, little bit of elbow grease, but it can work. I've 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 seen it work. I've watched that happen in the hardest times. So now, dude, we got this easily. I love it. Yeah, freedom isn't free. That's why I call that the name of this episode. There's sacrifice involved in a good way. There's uh, effort that is going to actually build you into a better person. Yeah. The taking the easy road out never really serves you in the end. Anyways, it's actually just another way that you can escape your true mm-hmm. potential. So don't escape it. Make it hard. Seek the hard, yeah, seek man. the challenge and run straight through it. Uh, before we continue, I want to get back on this idea of the uh, alternative, the what we call it, the parallel system, because this is really, really key. But I just want to do a shout out. Right. Speaking of connecting to like minded individuals, entrepreneurs, families, patriots, freedom lovers, people that are doing good work and supporting them. I want to shout out my incredible sponsor for my show and my cult of medic series rise attire. These guys are awesome and they have just released a really, really awesome. Let me show you some of the, 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 can I bring these images bigger? I can't, I'll do it on this. We'll go to their collection here. You can get it at cult of the medics.com. If you just go to the site, it's right on the homepage. It'll link you to the collection. Uh, they're in the U S but they've got, look at these graphics they've made. They got all kinds of cool stuff. You want to go to the gym and have people start asking you questions. Uh, they got all these different hoodies. I just ordered these guys here. They're in the mail coming all the way from the States. Really, really well done stuff. High quality, uh, made in the U.S. 
everybody involved is uh, is on the side of freedom and truth. They have all these other really cool collections, by the way, that you can check out right at riseattireusa.com. So guys, go check them out. Support uh, these incredible people. They also have their own podcast, by the way. You can check them out on uh, Foxhole. And uh, I love supporting these people. And I think they've made me just some incredible gear. So go check them out. And thanks to Rise Attire. But coming back here, man, parallel system. We spoke about this in the show that I did with you about yep. the whole Buckminster Fuller thing. And I talk about this endlessly because I just really think it's the solution. A lot of people have the mindset that when they see something like what we've got going on right now in Canada and you know, pick your country, it's the same. They want to react with force and violence and they're trying to find a solution that just gets to the end quick. It's like, I want the drive, the McDonald's drive through solution here. I don't want the real solution. And you're trying to go, no, we don't need to blow it up. We don't need to destroy it. We simply need to make something better. And if you make it better, people will see that it's better and they're going to leave that really shitty block party, the, the really shitty Justin Trudeau and the global communist block party, and they're going to come to your block party. And the more people come in our block party means you're bringing new minds with new talents, skills, and abilities into the mix that are going to have more benefit for the block party and it's going to become a better party, hopefully. Um, so we just need to build something better and the old decaying corrupt system will die of its own accord. It's really the only way I believe. Uh, so share what you think about that, the parallel system, and even just that concept of building better, not in Klaus Schwab's build back better thing, but like really building something from the ground up that's going to send these guys packing. <clears throat> yeah, I think it is just that. I do think that we are going to build back better. All right. And uh, that's exactly what we're doing, where we're making people realize that, uh, you know, quite honestly, man, it, it doesn't really have a lot to do with us. If you look at like the, the trajectory of how things are going, it's really the 99% against the 1% right now. Just the 1% has the media behind them. So they're sinking their own ship. You know, like it's right. These parents are, are really uncomfortable. Could you imagine if there was media coverage of what the parents on, I don't know, the, the people who are normal side of things, you know, if they're, dude, the media would be caked and people like, I'm not teaching my kids this shit. So what I'm saying is, they're burying themselves in all we need to do to just build a little life raft. You don't have to construct the whole ship. Just build the life raft. So when they jump, there's somebody there to be like, look, man, we don't have much now. We do have a little boat, but we're on our way to the ship, which is our, you know, alternative society that we're all creating. But all you need to do is just be there and be like, dude, I get it. I get it. This place is a mess. I don't believe in it either, but we can do this if you'd like. All right. So like like you were saying is is let, let it fall. It's going to fall in its own accord. It has to. It already is like if people don't look around, it's over. This is over. It's it's a time game now of seeing how much longer is left before the final blow. You know what I mean? Is 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 given. I mean, it's they're done, man. People don't want this anymore. They don't want what they're selling. They're not, you know, buying what they're selling at all. And then people are doing their own thing. People are finding their way back to, you know, being patriotic about their country. They're finding their way about, you know, loving their neighbors again. I don't know about you, man, but I'm experiencing, I just went to go get my passport redone at a, at a, a service Canada. And I was expecting the whole like, all right, well, I'm going with the wife and kids. Some asshole is going to ask me for a mask in the beginning. I'm going to have to tell them where to put that thing. And then, uh, dude, we walked in. No one was wearing one. Super polite. Everyone behind the counter was amazing. Everyone was smiling at each other. And it was like, dude, that gave me, you know what I mean? That that bit of hope. 
And people that I spoke to before that were completely bought in are now like health freaks and they're not buying food at the grocery stores anymore. And they got to know their local butcher. Like it's already happening. So I think for those that like say that, you know, the, Oh, the system just needs to needs to get torn down and just fall apart. It's like, dude, there's extremists everywhere you go. And none of them are good. Just do what feels right for you. Do what feels right for your family. You'd be surprised how many people feel that way. And every little bit that we create in our own communities is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then eventually we'll have this, you know, society that we'd like, but just keep your dollars, you know, within your, your local communities, get to know your butchers and farmers, learn how to grow your own vegetables. The information is all out there. It's going to teach you some valuable skills because things like, you know, just 30 years ago, it was, it was called your pantry. Now it's called prepping, right? Like let's just, let's just go back to the ways of old that worked and take care of our communities the way we should be. And, it all fall into place, man. Yeah, I agree. It's a good message. I love how you said in the in that clip I played in the beginning, you were talking about this dynamic that I've been feeling as well, which is that uh, the people that are waking up to what's going on right now and joining our side, which is the yeah. side of truth, freedom, and justice, um, they aren't going back to sleep. So no. it's a numbers game, isn't it? Is that I remember doing this because I've been doing this about 20 years. And, you know, you'd be talking to very small groups of people. I'd be going to these events and there's like, oh, wow, 50 people showed up. Amazing. And wow. as much as that was fun, because you actually got to have more conversations with people, um, the numbers are just growing everywhere. And mm -hmm. conspiracy theorists are just batting a thousand right now. So more people are questioning all kinds of different things because we remember that there's a lot of different scams rolling out and have been for a while that are starting to crumble before our eyes and people are realizing wow it really was that corrupt um so the good news is is that it's a it's a game of numbers that when people are waking up they very rarely go back to sleep fully right, right? everybody kind of gets lost in some weird rabbit holes from time to time and whatever but that's mm -hmm. natural they're not going back into the matrix right and that's a threat to this globalist empire because they are relying on trying to keep everybody asleep in their matrix of thinking. And yet our numbers are growing, I think by the, by the minute now, like there's look at what's trending, you know, crimes against humanity is trending. Like I've never thought I'd see the day. I never thought I'd right. see the day where some of the things that we used to talk about in dark corners, you know, uh, are just now like mainstream. And that's, I think, only the beginning of what we're about to see unfold, because I genuinely believe that this is beyond people. There's like, we're in an age, we're in a, this is cosmic at this point. This is like divine will, uh, yeah. that things are slowly changing and all the dirt is coming to the surface. And that dirt is coming to the surface inside <laughs> of each and every one of us. And it's also happening on the collective level. And mm -hmm. so maybe talk to that a little bit, because that gives people a lot of hope understanding that you are not alone. Our numbers are growing and we're not receding our numbers. We're growing and maintaining that growth curve, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that that's what we're seeing, right? Like imagine thinking that, you know, these, these corrupt systems are winning when they have like a 100% fail rate. You know what I mean? Like we are repeating, right? Our, our actions of, of past and what we're repeating you know, the, 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 the cycle of waking people up, we're repeating these, the cycle of positivity, we're repeating the positive enforce reinforcement in your life, we're repeating gratitude, they're relying on your compliance, they're relying, you know, read, continue to constantly do something, the word RE, and then lie, 
They just keep lying, re-lie, re-lie, re-lie. And the, the lie just continues, man. And the cat's out of the bag. Like, everybody sees it. And again, oh, yeah. a lot of people, you may think that you're, oh, like, we're, we're losing or this isn't going well. Like, dude, then you're doing exactly what you're telling people to stop doing, and that's watching the news. Let it go, man. You know what? Even the news that you agree with, let it go. Go live yeah. your life. And I don't know why that triggers people so much, but me and a friend of mine, Brandon from out in uh, Brasme, if you guys don't follow him, at Brasme on Instagram, we've been telling people to, dude, like, go celebrate your life. Go enjoy your life. Go live your life. That's where it starts. When you stop allowing the system to dictate how you live your life and what you do with your life and how you wake up and feel every day, that's when they lose. The control is in the mind. And once your mind is yours again, that's game. There is no more to it, period. Eric, you're awesome, man. We got to do more shows. I just love it. I could sit and listen to you forever. And people are loving it in the chat. You're getting you're getting hearts with ninjas in them. I mean, that's pretty cool. I've never <laughs> seen that before, Amy. Well done. Um, so this is really making me think, too, about we're talking about this great awakening and all that. Um, I think that as like an energy that's happening that people are choosing to tap into or not tap into. And there's people that right. are progressing towards awakening as individuals to their true potential and their divine nature and their reason and their everything. And then the people that are regressing, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But that's a natural thing. But yeah. the fact that you're talking about this being a prison of the mind, that was the battleground they chose. So right. that's where we fight the battleground. And what did they try to do? They tried to isolate you and bombard you with propaganda that made you feel small, that made you feel like you had to be locked in, that made you uh, not trust your fellow men and your neighbors and your friends and people you grew up with and, and turn on them and become like the Stasi informants, uh, like snitching on people and like, look what they did to us, right? But they didn't really do it. They set the stage, they put out the script, they plugged it into your brain, you took it in and you decided I'm going to listen or I'm going to not listen to it. In the end, it was always our choice. And that gives the empowerment to people to know that slavery is a choice. It's a 100%. choice. Even if they walked up with guns and kicked your door down at that moment, as a soul, you have a choice as to what you're going to do mm -hmm. and how you're going to deal with it. And even though we're not quite there yet, here we are. I say you can't look at what's going on right now with all the tsunami of truth coming out and declassified information and whistleblowers coming out from every angle and good people fighting and more podcasts rising up and more movements rising up and local communities rising up. You can't sit back and tell me that the dark side has this thing cinched. It's just impossible if you're talking to someone like me. Yes, we still have a lot of a fight ahead of us, but if we start with what you're talking about, Eric, with getting into the mind and not allowing their propaganda to work to tell you, guys, you need to stay in war mindset all the time. You got to fight us. You got to take us on in the way we want you to. When the real yeah. way is to live the freedom that you want. Bingo, man. Be that freedom. Be that truth. Be that. Live that in your life. Teach it to your kids. Go mm -hmm. have it. Your kids need to be smiling and beaming and laughing and playing and running like not guys, I got to sit down and have a very serious conversation with you about Bill Gates. Like don't do that. Fuck Bill Gates. Who cares? Don't even mention his name. Take your kids out, teach them how to stand up straight and live life. 
They want to take the life out of you by attacking your mind and making you go, I got to be in this like negative space taking on the Illuminati. Forget about that. Live the opposite of what they're trying to make you live. Dude, speak to that a little bit more. That was awesome. So firstly, the isolation tactic. Now there's a reason they chose something like six feet apart and to keep people away. Mm -hmm. Every single time our heart beats, we have something called an electromagnetic pulse that surrounds us. If you've ever seen the, the picture of us standing there anatomically, there's always those two circles. And that's where the ancient concept of angel wings came from was our electromagnetic heartbeat and the two circles that it gives off. And they go, they go about three feet on either side of us. So six feet apart means three feet from you, three feet from me. And if we're never intertwining and allowing that energy to flow within people, that's when you start feeling isolated. But in the age of information, they forgot about our will to constantly, there's always going to be outliers. There's always going to be people that are smarter than these people. And what do I mean by smarter? Sure, these people are left brain smarter. They control the statistics. Right. They control the analytics. They control percentages, studies, blah, blah, blah. But we're right brain smarter. We have that intuition. And that intuition doesn't come from a school. You can't be taught it. It doesn't come from any education system. It doesn't come from an indoctrination center. It comes from within. And when people started to say, well, this is what they're telling you, but I know, I don't believe it. I know it because you, you can't know what you believe. You know what I mean? A believe is a belief system. What you know is what you know. And what you know is wrong is wrong. So what we taught them this time and what we are continuing to teach them is isolating us was the worst fucking thing you ever did. And we're making them pay day in, day out, left, right. Every angle they come at us from isolate us. Do it more. Do it more. More censorship, more tyranny, more of it. Come, keep fucking doing it. Please show us what kind of tyrant you are. Keep exposing. Keep showing your hand. We don't even have to do it. You just have to say, I'm going to do this. And we say, really? Do it. Go ahead then. Do it. A little more. A little more. That's it. That's all you got. A little harder. Treat it. Treat it like a Rocky movie. Like, come on. Keep hitting me, bro. Like, tire yourself out. Do it. All you're doing is the audience is now looking at you like when he was fighting Drago saying, well, Drago's cracking. He's falling. The big man is falling. And this guy's just took a beating and he won't stop coming. That's what we are. We're the little guy. And we're constantly just getting up off the ground. All right. Putting our gloves back up, covering our faces and just keep swinging. And now the tyrants are running out of gas. They're Drago sitting in the corner like I can't hurt this man. They can't, man. The human will, the human condition, our will to survive is too strong. And for those that don't believe that, and, and those that are, you know, oh, the world's so bad, I don't want to be here anymore, go throw yourself in the ocean and watch how hard you swim to stay alive. The human will to stay alive and succeed and do better and want to see better is in all of us, man. So the more they push, I love it, because all I see is more lights turn on everywhere. Everywhere, more lights are turning on, more people are, and all, all of us that have been leading the charge are just like, dude, <laughs> you're fucking up. You keep putting more horsepower in your engine, but you've never changed your tires. You know what I mean? So you're just spinning. You're doing nothing. You're spinning in place, making a lot of noise, creating a lot of smoke. You're doing nothing. With us, we have a slower car, but we're making progress. We're moving down the track. And that's what people need to remember. This isn't us sitting stagnant. This is humanity doing that slow, gradual climb above evil. And it's happened through all of the talk to Michael, all of the all of the old tyrants. They all fell. There's not one left. And after we defeat this one, we need to focus on our kids to make sure they can defeat the next one. 
There will always be tyrants, but we just need to be better. And how do we be better? We remember that we are not these flesh suits walking around. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And people feel that shit. Bro, I got like a hundred trillion goosebumps while you did that rant. I'm going to clip that rant out and we're going to put it out because holy nice. shit. That Listen up, folks. This is what it's all about. I love it. I love the Rocky analogy too. It's one of my favorite movies growing up. Is that idea Same. that, you know, you're going to take your licks. This is real men talking now. This is the real positive masculinity coming out here, which is what we need more of, which is to say, yeah, try me, bro. Do it harder. Come on. What do you got? People have been kicking my ass my whole life. Think you're going to make any difference? I'm going to keep getting back up in your face. That's mm -hmm. the spirit we need. The spirit of rebellion against tyranny, the spirit right. of strength. Again, the warrior spirit. That's the feeling that I had when I started this show was to say, what's my unique angle. I came from the martial art world. I had all this archives of great warrior scholars and I went, the world needs to hear this again and remind each other. And I think, uh, all the parents out there need to take this message to heart and teach your children exactly what Eric was talking about. Teach that to your children. Maybe play that reel for your kids in the morning while they're eating breakfast. Make sure it's a healthy breakfast. And then listen to that stuff. Listen to inspiring, epic stuff like that. That's going to activate you and tell you, you know, there's always evil that's creeping behind you. There's always uh, the, we live in a duality. And that evil and that tyranny and those challenges are there to make you grow stronger. They're there to antagonize you. Hell yeah, they are. But if you curl up in a ball and run away and hide because your feelings got hurt, you ain't going to make it. If you curl up in a ball and hide because it gets a little bit hard, you ain't going to make it. But if you can wait it out, if you can rope-a-dope these bastards by that, and it's energetic. This is all spiritual talk here, right? This is all yeah, psychological man. talk. Is you rope-a-dope them there and you say, I'm not going to allow you. Even if you chained me to a wall and started whipping me, my mind is laughing at you. My soul which is made up of the same essence as the thing that swirls galaxies is laughing at you. All right. right. So bring it on, bring it on. And that's the spirit we need. And that's dude, like that is so epic. I'm so glad you're on that page. And we need more of that in this movement. Even when we analyze the dark things, even when we look at some of this stuff and yes, it can get scary, but find those stories, find those, quotes those poems those archetypes those characters that bring that part out of you that warrior spirit that says the warrior smiles back at the storm and says i'm the storm mm -hmm. all right so we're all waiting for a storm to come the storm's here the momentum for the storm metaphorically is here it's present all around us you can look at look what's happening man this is insane what a crazy time to be alive be a part of it and then activate the inner storm and that inner storm is, isn't afraid of nothing because you know exactly what you said. You are here for a mission. You are 10 times taller than you think you are. You are 10 times stronger than you think you are. Uh, you were born with like crystalline photonic energy that animates every living thing in the universe. And how dare you sell yourself out living your life in depression, despair, and fear. There's no place for that. Rise up with the rest of us who are leading this charge and become part of it, man. This is the time to do it. So you just lit a fire under my butt, Eric. I love it. Um, as we're wrapping up here, was there any other, uh, any other rabbit holes you've been down lately? Any subjects that you're getting into any videos or shows that you're excited about? You got coming up. You want to tell people about quite honestly, man, I think it's just, uh, I think all I'm focusing on is just the people who are relaying the correct message 
and uh, trying to use the platform that I'm building to, you know, ho hopefully rise up these other, you know, phoenixes from the ashes to start to speak to the masses. And I think that that's the most important thing. I'm not much for, you know, TV and such like between, you know, the businesses I own and, and my personal fitness and the kickboxing. And I got too much on the go plus the oh, podcast now. And yeah, I do a nice. little bit. Um, so within all of these things and, and always trying to make myself better and take that next step and inspire. Cause I do my, my son is watching me and that's the one thing that, you know, I have a daughter, but her mother does a great job of teaching her how to be a woman. But the men right now dude they need a guidance like they've never ever needed guidance before and uh you know they they, they tell people that they're depressed and, and anxious and i would just like people to uh, actually you know what <clears throat> i want to touch on this quick if you don't mind Please. um when it comes to anxiety and depression i want people to stop saying that you have them you don't own them they're not yours they're not something that you carry around with you they're not something that you keep they're not something that wants anything to do with you. The system has told you that you need to feel one of these things. That's not feeling alive. That's not feeling alive at all. Look at the words, depressed. means you're in deep rest. You need to invigorate yourself again. You're not depressed. You're in a deep rest. Invigorate your soul. Invigorate that little spark inside you that tells you that you're worth more, that you can do more. Whatever it takes to light that, light that shit and use it as a fire. And anxiety, it's angst. Angstiety, angst inside of me, right? Like, Get rid of it. You don't need this shit. It's a privilege because there's places in the world where people don't have time to feel depressed. They don't have time to feel anxious. So you should use that as the fact that your life isn't bad enough to warrant you feeling this way. So I want people to just focus on the things that I'm trying to promote out there. And that's for people to find their own. You know, you need to really rise on your own, whatever. You know what you do? I, I challenge everybody listening to just. If you have children or there's something really important to you, go do that. And then when you're done that, remember how good it felt. And then tell yourself that there's some guy trying to take that away from you. And ask yourself if you're willing to die on that hill. Ask yourself if, well, you know, if they're going to come take it from you, they're going to have to really take it from you. They're going to have to fight for it. So if you're willing to die for what you love, are they willing to go that far to take it from you? And they're not. You got to stand firm in what you believe in. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing of all, man, is to bring up the people around you. That's what I'm focusing on. Everywhere I go, I just want to inspire that one person, specifically the young men, to get up and lead. It's your job to lead. Fuck what society's told you. You are supposed to lead. That is your job. Right? The sheriffs back in the day used to be this guy that could sit around and play with the kids and teach them all kinds of shit. When a bad guy came around, well, get up off the couch, go handle that fucking issue. He didn't ask questions about it. He just went and did what he had to do. So the point is, we need to inspire those around us in, inspire, right? Once again, that word in, all the important shit has to do with in, right? Your intuition, you need to inspire. And the more that you radiate that to the people around you, the more they can take that from the people that are strong and take a little piece and take a little piece and take a little piece. And you can watch that that vibe spread around you. And that's what I'm focused on. I'm focused on doing podcasts that when people listen to you feel so fucking inspired that you want to go out and make a change. I want to say things to you that hurt. I want to say things to you that make you call yourself out on your shit. I want to teach people that you can't always look out the fucking window and you need to look in the mirror. 
And that's that's my focus, David. I don't really have a focus on TV shows and any of that shit. It's about inspiring, man. We're not going to get anywhere constantly, you know, just just looking at these TVs and these black screens. And we're going to get places doing exactly what you're doing, giving people the information. Once again, the word in information, you're getting that information to, to go out there and, and do exactly what you're doing. And that's inspire others to be the best version of themselves. So that's the focus. Kaboom. Once again. Wow. Overhand crosses the whole time. This is great. Integrate that information, my there friends, internalize it and introspect on it, man. We go forever. I love it, man. The etymology you're on point. I feel inspired just talking to you. And I know people are loving it here in the chat. And so this means Eric, we're going to have to do more of these. Please let people know where they can follow your great work. I did show the channels, but anything I missed or just let us hear it once again. Uh, so I'm, I'm reaching out to other places. I'm actually going to speak to you on how to do that, um, to get out there a little more. I'm mainly on Instagram at, uh, at real seven show. Um, also on, uh, Spotify right now, it's called, uh, the real seven show, uh, you know, the podcast that I've been up to, uh, and that when you go to the real seven show on Instagram, there's, you know, the telegram and all that stuff is, is linked in the, uh, the little short icons below, uh, below my bio there. So at real seven show on Instagram is the main place to find me. That's awesome. And bro, anything I can do to help you, I'm here to help elevate other voices. That's what I'm here to do. We're going to talk more about it. So I'll definitely I'll get you on Rockfin and all those great chants. There's, there's so many good channels, even the foxhole and speaking of the foxhole, I just want to say thank you to Elizabeth G. She gifted the cookie. Thank you for your show, David and your guests. My pleasure. Everybody's amen. Yeah. Hearts like dude, you should see it. Oh, and trick pony gifted the cookie as well. Thanks. Trick pony. Uh, amazing. Amazing. And thanks to everybody on D live Twitch rumble Rockfin. You guys are awesome. I hope this elevated you go and, and, uh, spread this word, get it out as far and wide as possible. Eric, thank you so much, brother. Let's do this again sometime. Eh? Anytime you want, bro. You let me know I'm down. Awesome. Guys, freedom is going to win. Truth is going to win. Stick around and justice is coming. We'll catch you next time on Truth Warrior. Have a good one. Cheers.